Is it time? We back? We're back, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Season 2, Project Mindset. We took a little bit of a hiatus to re-clarify our vision, our purpose, our mission. When we really started this podcast, we just said, you know what? Let's just do it. We didn't plan it. We bought the equipment. We pressed record. We made a bunch of mistakes. And uh, we, we had some great interviews. We took some time then to really figure out, well, what do we really want to deliver And what kept coming about was that when you think about a podcast, it's just a series of questions asked. And I love the idea that finding answers and the answers we find are determined by the questions we ask. So we took a lot of time as we started to design the vision and the mission for season two to clarify our questions. And we really just wanted to ask questions that created powerful answers and insights that would truly help other people break through. And on top of that, we wanted to make sure that we interviewed people that we felt really represented people of purpose, people of vision, and people that had an intention to also impact and create more positivity for the world. That being said, one of the first people that came to mind was somebody that I've I've known for a while, and actually before I knew him personally, I was a fan of his product. And that product is called Rastaclot, and that person is Daniel Cassidy. So I'm so excited to share with you his story. There's a lot of things that I didn't know about his story, and I, I believe what you're really going to discover is that when you create an intention for something, and you pour your heart and soul into it, the right pieces for what you need to make that vision manifest start to gravitate towards you. So I'm done talking. Take some time, get inspired, take some notes, and I'd like you to meet my good friend, Daniel Cassidy. Yeah, I'm here to, you know, just have a have a dope conversation. That's it, man. Share some knowledge. We're just we're just maxing. We're just chilling, getting the the sounds right. Max and relax. Sharing the sharing the lessons. Let's go. Sharing Let's the go. insights. At the end of the day, what we know, the intention and the the purpose of this. Why do we do this? We do this to really light a fire in the minds of the next generation, right. and to really be an be an example that it's possible. You know, and knowing that by our example, other people can shift. They can make a difference yeah and they could have an extraordinary life that's lovely so thank you for being an example of extraordinary living thank you man thanks for having me absolutely man i'm excited i've been a fan been a fan of the the cast and so it's a pleasure and a blessing to be here and uh be able to you know share with the world just a little bit about what i know and and hopefully inspire somebody all day yeah let's make it happen so tell us tell us who you are and what do you do my name is Daniel Cassidi. I'm the founder and CEO of Rastaclot. And, uh, you know, Rastaclot is a, a brand all about spreading positivity. And uh, we do this through a lot of different things like charities and cool partnerships. And uh, we just happen to make these really unique and awesome bracelets. So, you know, that's what I've been doing for the past seven years. It's been an amazing wow, journey. seven years, man. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely one of the brands that I admire for, well, first of all, it, it came, comes from skate culture, right? But one of the brands that, that, that I look at and I'm like, the simplicity of it yeah. 
And to have something expand that large, you know, the idea of it. So for now, first of all, give, give the listeners a little bit of a scope of your business, what it looks like, where, where you're reaching, how many... How yeah. big is this thing no, going absolutely. so far? Absolutely, Rossiclad is fully global. You know, we're in over uh, fifty countries worldwide, uh, so it's a global movement. Um, here in the U.S., you can catch us in the Zoomies, Tillies, yeah. Finish Line, Fanatics, Athletes Foot. You know, all these kind of stores. Um, to date, we've uh, we've actually put over eight million bracelets on people's wrists around the Damn. world. So eight million, eight million. So. Wow. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty About impressive. About fifty of those are Sturdivant. <laughs> At least. Yeah, man. You have to. Hey, everybody's been an inspiration wow, to get there. Eight you know? million people. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible. Eight million wrists. You eight know? million wrists. Yeah, spreading positive vibrations one wrist at a time. That's, that's what we're about. That's incredible. Yeah. So you know, it's been a it's been a journey, and and our message, spreading positive vibrations, seeking the positive. It's it's about. It's a message that spans any socioeconomic status, gender, race. Yeah. That's why we've seen it grow so much internationally. And was and that the message in the beginning? Did it always start off as, as seeking the positive? Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, this is what happened. I'm going to school one day. I laced up uh, one of my uh, Mike Carroll Lakai's. Yeah. And it came with an extra shoelace in there. And I, I decided to just braid this lace. What year is this? I'm, in, I'm about 17 years old, so it's probably about 2000. Okay, so, so 2000. I'm in high school, right? Wow. And I'm skateboarding. And when I'm, were you born? I was, I was an 80, 83. Okay. 80s baby. I'm 82. There That's you go. So great years. Great, great years, years to be born right there. Hey, man. A lot of shapeshifters coming yeah. from that era. Um, so, anyways, I make this bracelet um, with a little bit of my idle time, and I go to school. It's just something that I wanted to rock, just like creativity, and I love fashion. And so I make this thing, I burn the tips, I, I burn it together. It was nothing to be like, to start a business off or anything like that. Right. But 10 of my homies were like, hey, Daniel, that's a really cool bracelet. Can you get one to match my fit? Whoa. And it was back in the day where the yeah. hat, the shoes, everything had to match. And so I had a bunch of extra laces in my room okay. uh, from all the shoes that I was you know, running through. And uh, I went to school the next day and it just so happened that I gave them to my 10 friends. And initially that kind of like entrepreneurial light came on and I was like, hey, you got five bucks, I'll make, oh. you, I'll make you some bracelets. So, you know, I made fifty dollars in one day, which which felt good. But what I didn't really anticipate was that next day I go to school and give those braces to my friends, and everyone would come back to me with a cool story of inspiration, or like they were just they found some confidence in it because someone noticed them for the bracelet. So, really, that that how, emotion. And how quickly did you hear people saying that? The same day, like really, yeah. So that what turned from like kind of like a monetary transaction turned into an emotional transaction. Okay, and that's where the why was born of like seeking the positive. I wanted to multiply that feeling by millions, you know. Mm. And now hopefully it's been eight million, right? Wow. So you know that's that was the goal, and it just happened to we our why was born on the first day that. I wore that first bracelet that I made. So that's when the why was born, and it's been the same ever that's since. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Shout out to Carol. Yeah, my Carol, dude. Wow. Hey, those are some sick guys. Uh, I'm just curious, you know, yeah. if we're on this, the skate topic, who are your top three favorite skaters? Oh, man. Uh, Cream Campbell's got to be number yeah. one for me. Um, Guy Mariano. Yeah. He was good, too. Um, you know, I think in the new age, it's like, you know, I, I, I love guys like Paul Rodriguez and what right. they represent. And, uh, Basically just, anybody that was a part of the Action City Stars. Oh, movie. yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I was all about action back in yeah. the day. So that was my flow sponsor when I was, wow, when I was a lot that's younger. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Did you have a claim to fame trick? 
or a couple different tricks where it was like, man, that was that was the one. Yeah, that was, that was where I peaked. I had a so I had a backside flips. I had them pretty good. And I used to be able to do fakie half cab crooks Ooh, on some handrails, and that was dang. that was kind of next level back then. That's awesome. But uh, I mean, that's about all I got. So <laughs> that's amazing, dude. Yeah. So you you you've grown the brand to man. I, I I was really amazed when I walked through your your headquarters. At just the message behind everything, the way everything give give, give the audience a, a little bit of an insight as to how uh, the size of your your building and how you laid it all out and like. The, what the different rooms represent yeah. Give the, the, the group some insight so there So we're, we're in Lakewood Right behind the Long Beach Airport 10,000 square foot space Beautiful um, space We got about 35 people uh, At Rossaclot Beautiful humans People that bring it every day And uh, we really laid out the space We wanted to have a place Where people call home You know yeah. We spend so much time there And so for us Culture is so important You know And making sure that we all Believe in the same thing And share the same values So when you come to Rossaclot Everybody there Is about passion Righteousness right. Integrity Discovery and excellence That's what we all breathe which, And uh, Which actually is an acronym For for pride, right? For pride. Yeah, and give everybody the, the, the breakdown again. So pride, so our logo's a lion if you guys haven't seen it. And so lions, they, they roll in packs. And yes. they're, called, they're called prides. Right. And the interesting thing about lions is when they have cubs and they have seeds, they don't, they don't abandon them. Wow. It's the only cat family that doesn't abandon them. You think of leopard, leopards and panthers. They're always like solo or one or two. Right. And so it's about a family. And so when we uh, decided to, to build the office, we wanted to make it a family environment. And really everyone in the Pride is part of this lion pack internally. That's really cool, man. And so we have you this know, little I felt gang. that. I felt a little <laughs> bit of like, who's this in here? You know, okay, as soon as they knew I was with you, it was cool. I got love. You know, but I felt a lot of, of of respect in the space, and everybody really was like representing. Like homie in the warehouse was repping. He was hyped to be in the warehouse. Yeah. The sales crew, you could you could feel it. They were making the calls. The design team, they were hyped to be a part of that inspiration. Was, was the logo always a lion? And where did that where, where did that come from? The logo has always been a lion, <clears throat> um, and it came from. I think a lot of it comes from my upbringing. I was born in Kenya. And so if you know anything about Africa, Kenya, the lions just kind of graze the Serengeti. So it's just really strong, powerful figure. And so when I wanted to start Rastaclat, I was like, what is that figure that's going to represent mm. this brand? And it was something that was strong. It was royalty. It was brave. It was courageous. Because at the end of the day, what lions do all day is trailblaze. That's you know? it. The planes, where are we going to go next? And for us, being a brand and a product that's not the average product that people come out with, right. it's been a lot of trailblazing. So it's really synonymous with who we are and our personality. That's you know? awesome, so. man. That's so cool. So how old were you when you moved to America? Uh, I was six years old. Six. Yeah. What was that story all, all about? Oh, man. I, I remember the day I left Africa. My parents had a, before they had GoFundMe, yeah. they used to have the, what they call in uh, Swahili Harambe's. Okay. And so all the families in your neighborhood they, we would throw a party and everyone would come in and donate. You wow. know? So you do this like you do this like GoFundMe for like a couple of months, and eventually my parents saved up enough money to get us on a plane out here. And I remember the flight in. I'm six years old, and it's funny how like my memory is more uh, distinct from when I was younger than even now. But uh, I'm looking at freeways I've never seen a freeway, wow. and it just looked like ants. You know, like when you see ants and they're all like yeah. these cars. On, I've probably seen the 405 or something or the five, and I was like, whoa. I'm and you moved out here with your parents? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I tripped out. I was bugging out because I was like, I'm truly in a different place. Man. 
Cause Did I, they have work set up for them here? No, I mean, at the end of the day, my parents were pretty educated. They were civil engineers, or they were agricultural engineers in Kenya, and they came here and they were like, you got to go to school again. So my parents technically went to college twice. So when they came here to the States, we were basically latchkey kids. We'd just stay home. My parents would work their job, and my dad was going to Cal, Cal Poly Pomona. And they hustled, man. I man. had to give a lot of love for them, man, because they, they gave it up for us. So That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sorry, uh, my ADD is kicking in, so I don't know if this was uh, part of how it always here. For those of you who don't know, I'm sitting in Daniel's mid-century modern masterpiece. Uh, make sure you watch the video of what this place looks like, but uh, this is an incredible home in, in, in the heart of Long Beach. And there's, do you always have just uh, swimsuit models walking around your house right now, or is it just today? Or what's hey, going on right now? Hey, every day is a different. <laughs> I'm trying to stay focused here, Daniel. Every day is a different day. You might never Jeez, know. You know? Louise, what so, is going on here? Yeah, every day is a different day. That's All life. right. Yeah. Well, thanks for inviting me over today. No, thanks for having me, man. I'm stoked to have you guys. <laughs> Let's do it. So. This thing's working. Break it down for me. Why did this work? Uh, you mean a Rasa clock? Yeah, why Generally, did this work? Why did it work? I think at the end of the day, the world needs brands like us. You know, they're not about necessarily just the hype. That it's about actually spreading positivity and doing things, good things for yourself and others. And that's... That's what it's about. You know, the world needs that and the world needs brands that are about that. And so that's why we've survived this long because if it was just based on the next hot collaboration, we'd be gone just mm-hmm. like 90% of the streetwear brands that were around five years ago. So what really grounds us is our message and what we believe in and, and also getting other people to, to be about what we're about because right. everybody's about positivity. Sure. It's just we got to introduce the brand and we got to introduce the vibe and then they become part of our pride. Yeah, yeah, I get that, man. And I, what I really see is, I feel that people can can try to latch onto something and label it as positive. Right. Like we're gonna do the positive thing, but their core is not necessarily there. Yeah. When you walk through the Rossiclot HQ, and for anybody who knows you, that that that's not something you're trying to do. You're not trying to do positivity. It's no. who you are. It, yeah, it has to be authentic. You that's know? Awesome, People can man. sniff out anything that's unauthentic. But at the end of the day, it's like we all have it in us. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, it's something that we do every single day. Like last last week, we went to Bolsa Chica Reserves right there on Huntington Beach. And our whole crew, we just got up and we did a beach cleanup for about two or three hours. That's awesome. And man. it was like, it was so dope, you know, yeah. just to get out of the office for half a day and do that. Everyone was sweaty at the office the whole that's day. That's a beautiful thing. We're all stinky, but it was like, it brought us all together. And it, for us, we don't want to just say, hey, we're about positivity. It's about, let's get our hands dirty. Let's go help people. Let's go do something about it. You know? That's so, amazing, man. Yeah. Yeah. Is there is there a moment of contribution where something you did to give back um, was there was there anything that has stood out more than others of like wow, we Man. just made it. Whether it's a note, mm-hmm. I love that board at the HQ of all those different people. But was there is there a moment or a moment or two that have stood out of just like damn? Yeah, no, I I took a trip to to Beijing uh, probably about three four summers ago. And I had an activation at this store, and I'd never been to Beijing. Mm. And, you know, these kids, they were rocking the brand, um, and they came in and asked me, they were like, well, I asked them, I asked one of these kids, I was like, hey, why do you wear this brand, Rastaclot? You know, and if you guys don't know anything about China, they don't have Facebook, they don't have Instagram, they don't have any of the social channels that we have. So for our marketing and our message to get across, like, 
it's pretty powerful. So That's this really kid cool. asked this kid, hey, why do you wear this brand? Why do you wear that bracelet? Yeah. He's like, he's like, man, in broken English, man, it just reminds me to stay positive every day. So cool. And I was tripping. I was like, yo, this is, I'm in Beijing. Yeah. You know, and so this impact that it's having, even though it's a cool, unique product, people wear it because it's stylish too. And it's like, it's unique, but that tripped me out. And that's when I knew, like, truly, this is, it's bigger than selling bracelets. That's amazing. And so that was one of the moments that, like, I really felt good about what we've done, you know? That it's causing people to feel a certain way. Feel a certain way. Because of what you poured into it. And it's it's like people are feeling the intention. Yeah. And then it's also a reminder, right? So, you know, we all go through good good and bad times. Sometimes you look at your wrist, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm about this brand. I'm about positivity. So That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's really cool. So... That's all fun. Yep. Tell us about some of the hard stuff of building a business. What, what have been some of the biggest challenges you've, you've had to overcome? Because from the outside perspective, I feel like I really noticed a shift. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was around a year or two ago. It was like everything just looked cleaner. Yeah. It, 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 it just felt like it, it just shifted up, mm-hmm. like everything. Yeah. So tell us about what happened before that shift. Man, I think uh, it's a constant evolution. You know, I think a brand and a movement constantly evolves, you know, like even us as humans, we evolve. Right. And one of the things that's interesting is Ross Club will only evolve as much as I evolve Ooh. as a leader. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think some people get kind of stagnant at that. So for us, it's all about elevating. That's it, man. You know, and even what you see today and what you're going to see next year is, is going to blow your mind, yeah. you know? And uh, the journey is always trying to be, to get better and also make sure that every touch point that we have, whether it's our packaging, right. our website, how you see us in the retail store, all these things are consistent, mm. you know, because you can't have, oh, this spreading positivity over here but then have some some ambassador that's not about positivity right. over here like everything's really got to match up and we've realized that the importance of that and making sure that we're really disciplined about who we decide to partner with that's who we so decide good. to do things with so it's I think that's a big, been the biggest challenge is understanding that everything really has to align for it to be impactful that's so good now, now, let me ask you this, too. Would you say that the challenges you've had in your business, when you yeah. break down any challenges you had in your business, if you break down your mind, your spirit, what you were going through personally in your mind, whether that wh- whether that's ego or whether that's frustration or whatever it might be, were, were you able to – have you ever noticed, like, exact connections between, <clears throat> oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's tough to pinpoint a time. Um, we're kind of, it's almost like, when did I get in the way of the business? Yeah. <laughs> sort of in a way. Um, and it actually, it happens, it happens a lot. And if you're not self-aware, right. you, when you try to impose your own things, because at one point your business or the, I don't even like to call it a business. I call it the movement. At one point it's, it's its own life form. Mm. Your job is to water it and make sure that the soil has nutrients. Right. That's amazing. And sometimes when you try to control it too much, right. you actually disturb it from growing naturally so wow. as as a founder and as a ceo someone that has to make the decisions you've got to kind of pull back sometimes and just let let the clot lifers we refer yeah. to them as a consumer let they're telling you what they want right so when you have a movement or a business it's like it evolves in its own and so you have to know when to step back yeah. and let it flow and let it grow and you got to know when to step in and and maybe you know sometimes when the vine you want the vine to go that way you got to just kind of put a little thing right there to make sure it's going the right direction mm. but um just knowing when to, to step in and when to step out uh, is is a is an art that you have to learn yeah yeah 
because it's growing regardless. Regardless. So what's grown further and bigger, uh, Daniel or Rasta Clock? <laughs> uh, so that's an interesting question. I think uh, I think we're both at the same yeah. level, you know, because what I've realized is um, whenever I've been stagnant in my life, the business has been stagnant. Mm. You know, whenever I've grown personally. The business has thrived. It's awesome. Um, and not even that, the people around me have thrived and the people around me have been inspired. Um, and so I, as I go, I think Ross the Clock goes too, um, in a sense. Yeah. Uh, as long as I'm the leader, you know? Right. And so uh, we're, we're on par. You awesome, know? We'll keep man. pushing each other. That's so. really cool. Yeah. Very cool. So w- tell, us, tell us then, what are some of the, the, the practices that you do from your daily routine to your your goal setting, your mindset, your spirituality. What do you? What does your daily routine look like? Or, or consistent yeah. practices? Consistent practices. I mean, for me, uh, meditation first thing when I wake up is is imperative. I have a very uh, ADD mind. Yeah. Right. I wake. What wakes me up every morning is not an alarm. It's my it's my brain knocking at me. Right. Hey, we got to do this, this, this. Get up. Let's get yeah. going. You know. And it's like you actually have to shut it down. I used to just wake up and just go. Right. You know, and now I just I actually shut it down, like collect my thoughts. Uh, I'll do meditation for ten minutes. So you, you hear people talk about meditation, though. Yeah. Um, I have a, I find it very difficult to meditate. So my meditation has been running, and that's how I've been talking to the Lord and yeah. talking to my Creator as while well, running. Because when I'm sitting quietly, I'm just like, so how do you, how do you do it? Well, I use this app. It's called Calm. So okay. it's very difficult for me to do it just by myself. I kind of need someone to walk me through ah, it. Ah, so and it's a guided, it's a uh, guided vocal meditation? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. And, How and long have you been doing that? I've been doing it for about, I would say about half a year now. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It was actually, I heard it from one of the uh, casts that you did with Drama. Okay. And then I was like, yo, I got to try this. Yeah. You know, it's working for these guys. Awesome. So let's do it, you know? So it's the very first thing you do. Yeah, very first thing I do, 10 minutes a day. Nothing crazy. How but many days a week? Sent five days a week. Nice. At least, yeah. 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 And then I do, I give gratitude. I just say thank you right. for like whatever pops in my mind. Do you write it down or is it just something that you do? I say it out loud. It's awesome. Yeah. Because he, he, here's what I think too, right? I think that it's easy to look at a personal development coach guy, a motivational guy. And like I have people who send me their list of what they do every single morning. And I just think to myself, damn, that's a lot of stuff to do. And I think it's important for young aspiring entrepreneurs or or just people in general to know like it's not about this thing that you have to do. Like don't trip on writing out the list. Be with the list. Mm -hmm. Right? Connect with it. Go to the the energy and the intention that you're looking for, not just writing things down on a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah, no, it's so true. And so at the very end of my list, I sort of have a, ever, I have a note of how I go about my morning. It's my morning ritual. And at the very end, the last question that I ask myself is, what are you doing today mm. to achieve those long-term goals? And if there's anything that you're doing today that's not intentional, right. take it off the list. Yeah. You know? And that's, I always, that's the last thing that I look at because I have a daily list. How many list. things do you usually have on your list? Every day, it varies. But um, some days I know I'm not going to get a whole lot of kind of compute behind the desk work done okay. it just depends on my schedule but it varies yeah. um, but I try to keep it concise because I want to be I want to have impact in what I'm doing rather than feeling rushed through things you know that's awesome so notice how everything up to this point was automatic for him he didn't have to wrestle with the thought of putting on the extra shoelaces on his wrists he didn't have to wrestle with the idea of hooking up his friends it wasn't a struggle to create a mission statement or his core values why? 
because they were all true to him. These were all things that represented his upbringing, represented the way he was raised and were very true to him. So because of that, layered with having great relationships and a core group of cool people, layered with the lessons learned through skateboarding, he created something that took off and caught wind pretty quickly. But then there's reaching that next level. And what we go into next is discovering that thing, that special thing you do that is really going to help you reach the next level. Because anybody that's created anything major knows one of the biggest challenges is staying in the lane of doing that thing you're meant to do versus being caught up in all the busy work that naturally comes with running a big business. So take a listen and see how Daniel identified what that thing was for him and how he continues applying it on a daily basis. Let me ask you this. Have have you identified what your gift is? Like, that's that thing that I do. Yeah. What's that? You know what's funny is, uh, as for a long time, I could much easier, much more easily identify the things that I wasn't gifted at, Mm. which is sometimes just as important, you know. But I think through through time, I realized that my gift is the ability to manifest things. You know, I think I turned a extra pair of shoelaces into a global movement, along with the help of amazing people at Ross Cloud, not just by myself and everyone that's out there that's that's supported, but being able to manifest that, people are always like, that's crazy that you even did this, you know? Um, So just having that vision and and being able to see things that people might not be able to see and and, and really making it come to life. Um, And then I think my other gift is just the ability to connect with people, Mm. you know? of all different races, ethnicities, you could be a billionaire or you could be a kid in the street and it's like, I'll connect with you, you know? So, um, I think that's something that I I actually didn't realize it was a gift of mine until people started telling me like, yo, like you can connect with a lot of people, but I'm naturally pretty shy, you know? Interesting. And so I would say those two things is probably something that I have. That's powerful. Now, let, let me, let me ask you this. Do you find it difficult being able to do your gift throughout the day because that the world is trying to pull you in other directions and do yeah. you have any techniques or strategies to stick with your gift and to stay in that lane of doing what you know you should do versus putting out fires and email and blah 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 you know what's funny is is actually i have a really amazing team of people mm. that help me just do what I'm great at. That's awesome. You know, uh, my business partner Eileen Chen. She's she's the one that's in the business and and t- putting out those fires every day. Yeah, and letting me. And that's be her out. gift. Yeah, and that's her gift. Yeah. She, I, I don't know how she does it, but she's how, amazing. How many at years it. did it take to develop that team where you could be in that lane of 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 following and doing the things you're meant to do? Oh man, I mean it's a, it's an ongoing uh, journey, but I think we just reached that point probably about. Probably about a year and a half, two years ago. That's so awesome. it took about five years. Five years. You know? And that's the make it or break it time, they say. Yeah, yeah. Right after five years, this thing's either going or it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pivotal, yeah. But that's it took five awesome. years. But again, just to reiterate, it's 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 really having the team around you that that is complementary parts to you. So then you they're covering all of your weaknesses so you can focus on your strengths. So um, it's just building that environment. That's what I've had to do. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. So what do you think are some of the keys of being a successful entrepreneur? I mean, you guys have heard them all. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, it's really just about, for me, what, what worked for me was just being relentless. Mm. You know, never 
never t- never taking no for an answer. Right. You know, I've had I've had experiences where people tell me no. Like for instance, when I first tried to get into Zoomies, right? I called the buyer and I'm like, hey, like I got this brand, it's yeah. just amazing. And I remember it's Kate Cred and I love her to death. And uh, she was like, you know what? We're not interested right now. And I was like, hey, you're gonna be calling me in about three months asking for this brand. <laughs> yeah. And so I never, I've never ever, even when I used to go to clubs, I never got into the front door. Right. We got into the back That's door. It. That's it. <laughs> or we, we went out through, we went through a window. So it's uh, it's that relentlessness of, of never ever giving up, and never even when someone tells you no, it's just like a, it's more of like a no, not right now. Right. You know, so you just never give up, and then little do you know, Zoomies has been one of our greatest partners, and they've been with us for over five years. That's one of amazing, our biggest man. retailers, and we have such a great relationship. Yeah. So um, relentlessness for me um, and my personality has been one of the main main things. Yeah, and see, I think when you have something you believe in, relentlessness is something that's highly attractive. When somebody has something that they believe in and they're pushing through and they're not accepting no for an answer because they've got something that they believe is valuable, you can't help but say, all right. Yeah. On the flip side, I think you can be relentlessly annoying, yeah. right? Like I get hit up a lot through social media and people and it's like, okay, this person is asking me the same thing yeah. over and over and over and over, but just try to help me understand why I should get this coffee with you. Right. Because for the 100th time, nothing has changed. Well, you know? I think I think I've, I've I think the secret is is you have to no matter how relentless you are you have to bring something of value. Thank you. Right. So value is key there. Yeah. I could have called Zoomies a hundred times. I had nothing of value, right. and they'd be still saying no to me. Exactly. So when they say no to you, it's really your job to do your homework, go back and say why didn't I not bring enough value that one time? Yeah. And what can I do the next time I approach them to bring value? So if everyone took the time to right. do that and not just power email and yes. link in and, and social media, and you actually thought about. What does Kevin do? Like, what are his values? What are really when you go into the, when I go to these meetings? Like, for instance, like the NBA, it's like I'm not thinking about what I want for my business. Right. I'm thinking about where's the NBA trying to go. Amazing. Okay. Amazing. Because, and how do I elevate their plan and how do I fit into their plan and bring yeah. value? Yeah. And that's how you get the deals done. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome. I have an affirmation that I've said for the last five years, and I say, uh, I let go of my agenda. I focus on making a difference for others. I say that over and over and over. I let go of my agenda. I focus on making a difference for others. So wherever I go, I'm letting go of my need for a commission. I'm letting go of my need to make a deal. I'm letting go of the need to pay my bills. I focus on making a difference for others wherever I go. And you know what's funny is it's it's so uh, counterintuitive. Mm Mm-hmm. It's almost like, have you ever seen that Seinfeld episode where George has to think opposite? No. I don't know. I'm a Seinfeld <laughs> fan. But he, he, every time he thinks he does something opposite from what his mind tells yeah. him, he succeeds. Right. You know, and so That's a interesting. Lot, for a lot of us, especially people that are relentless, it's like, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. But when you kind of stop and just think about the other person yeah. and you start focusing on doing something good for someone else or making someone else successful, right. the more success that you find. It's interesting, right? Yeah. yeah it's yeah, weird how it I, works. I, I told somebody earlier today that yeah. whenever you... Uh, many times when you commit to something, what shows up, what presences itself is the opposite. Yep. You know, you commit to eating no carbs. So at lunch, somebody comes in and brings in donuts and pizza. <laughs> you know, it's interesting how yeah. that happens. Hey, that's so th- how it goes down. I've never asked anybody this before, but I think this is good for, for, for kids to hear and for people to hear who are aiming to reach out with, with uh, powerhouse entrepreneurs. What would be the dream DM for you? What's some coaching that you could give some 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 youngsters uh, out there? What's the dream DM? 
like for someone that's trying to to work with us, get a because you know you get them. Yeah, you, maybe not even that. Yeah. The youngster who wants, hey man, I love what you do, and this is how you get them. They say, hey man, I love what you do. I just wanted to see if I could take ten to fifteen minutes of your time to pick your brain. Yeah, and you're like. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, I don't know. I mean, I think you get probably more DMs than I do, but I think uh, for me to get a meeting with me, I think it's, you just got to, if someone really had, if someone really had a story yeah. and they can kind of lay it out and they really showed me that there's a way for me to help them out and they're willing to help themselves right. out, um, I'm more likely to take that, take my time for that person. Um, but it has to be thought through because, you know. If you're kind of getting hit left and right, yeah. it's difficult, you know? You know how it is. But if it's thought through and I can feel that someone's actually putting in the work... Right. It's about, like, if I see that passion inside of that person and they can they can recipro- they can can communicate that through a DM, then I'm with it. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Here's my dream DM. Yeah. Hey, man, I love your stuff. I'm super inspired by what you do. I just wanted to see if I could grab your dry cleaning, drop off some coffee. I'll expect nothing in return. Is there any day where I could do that for you? That dude's getting a response, or that girl's getting. A I response. back that DM. I'm you know stealing I mean? your answer. Can, can, can I just? Can I make your life any easier? I'm expecting nothing in return, and the reality is, I'm going to respond. Yeah. And if that. That's really real. And if that person really did that, dropped off the coffee, by the second or third time they do that, I'm taking you to lunch, kid. Yeah, I'm yeah. taking you to lunch. Why? Because you you get it. Yeah. You get that it's about being of service to others. For my business, for your business, what you had to do to create that deal with the MBA from a shoelace, what I've had to do to list multi-million dollar homes, I had to let go of my agenda and say, how can I help? I'm expecting nothing back. Yeah. And that's powerful, man. Right. And then it's about it's about how, how you bring value to other people. That's there you what go, kids. You there owe you us go. for that one. Yeah. Just see to give I, it a test. I'm I'm stealing that one from you. Though. <laughs> I like that. You, you've had a lot of time to think this one through. I, I know. Ju- that just came to me right now. So, um, what have been some of your biggest breakthrough moments on the journey so far? You've created some awesome. Uh, and I got before I forget, you got to share the Gucci story about what, what you, you you thought it was this, but it was actually that. Let, if you're open to it, I don't know how much you can share, but it's pretty awesome. Can you give the, the, the listeners the Gucci story? Oh, man, the Gucci story is a good one. So some of you guys that, that started messing with Rossiclot in the early days, we had this bracelet. It was called the Gucci Green, and uh, we dropped it when the Gucci Dunks were really hot, mm-hmm. and it was, it was that whole era. And we were really like doing well with this bracelet. Yeah. It was like one of my. It was like it was one of my. Popping. It was popping. It was crazy. And so one day I get home. I think it's it, the letter says February eleventh, two thousand thirteen. I yeah. still remember the day. And uh, I get a FedEx and it's from Gucci Incorporated. And I'm like, damn, I we made it. Dog. We made it, man. Either I'm getting a collab or they want to buy this company yeah. or something. And so I, so I'm, I got grin, grin ear to ear. Yeah. And I started opening this thing. I rip off the little seal, open the letter, start reading it. Hey, Mister Cassidy. Da, da 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 you know you you're, you're infringing on our trademark you can't use green and red on a Damn. bracelet you can't be calling it Gucci green Damn. how many have you sold <laughs> how many are in inventory <laughs> yeah this is I'm like oh man my grin just went from here wow. to just a, to to look a horror but you know our brand was really only about like a year and a half yeah. old so we hadn't been doing something right to be on Gucci's radar that's crazy um luckily I was I was pretty wise as a young entrepreneur. The first thing that I ever did with my brand is patent our products, nice, um, and trademark our 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 brand and 
almost every known country wow. and bought every domain name in every known country. Wow. So that, when those type of things come up, we're able to really protect ourselves. And there's been brands that have, that have copied us and, and uh, some pretty notable ones. But uh, that was a cool moment. That was a breakthrough moment just knowing like, hey, if you're on Gucci's radar, you're doing something right. That's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't a collabo, but it was... Uh, it was, a, it was a cease and desist. Right. Hey, it was it's a cease and desist. Yeah, that's kind of a collab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Man. So what else? What have been some of the biggest like holy ish? I mean, that I th- really just happened. Yeah, I think the NBA deal was one that was <clears throat> a personal one for me because I'm a huge NBA fan. That's crazy. I'm a Kobe fan. I'm a Jordan fan, and. Before I started Ross Cloud, I put it out there to get get an NBA deal. Wow! Um, and so, and it wasn't easy, and I didn't get in the first time. Yeah, you know. And I think uh, this kind of goes to show what manifestation will do. So, right. uh, how the NBA deal kind of worked out was, um, I had, you you can submit an application and a marketing plan. You can send it in. Right. But you soon realize that like you don't get these deals by. A, cool, a really down-packed marketing plan. It's about who you know and your mm. relationships. And so one day, um, my my good friend John Guyton he uh, he recommended me for Necker Island, which is uh, Sir Richard Branson's yes. island. And I was invited there to hang out with Sir Rich. Uh, I call him Sir Rich because yeah. you know that's what we're on right tight. now. <laughs> and uh, you know, and a couple other entrepreneurs and. Little do I know, I meet this dude named Harry out there, and he's owned two NBA or two two teams, basketball teams in Sydney. So he wow. owns these two teams, and I tell him my story, and it's NBA playoffs while I was there, and the Warriors are crushing it. And we're watching basketball in, in the great house in Necker, and you know, I was like, hey, I turned in an application about two weeks ago, you know, and he's like, man, I'm I'm going to the NBA offices next Whoa. week, and I, I'm meeting with Adam Silver. Uh, give me some samples, and I'll I'll kind of give yeah. you the head nod. Next thing I know, a couple weeks later, hey, we got a, a deal with the NBA, and Damn. they, 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 they uh, and that that's when it happened. And so it was a really big breakthrough moment. Um, and it was it was one of those moments I don't really uh, smell the roses too much. Right. One of those moments where like for Had five to. seconds, crazy, I literally like a lot of emotion came wow. came through me. But it, it was it was like a lot of things have to fall, a lot of stars have to align, right? And that's why it's about. Manifest, manifesting certain things and also like putting yourself out there, you yeah. know, put it out in the world. And um, that one was a big one for us. You That's know? incredible, so, man. Um, and the last one I can't forget is a team, man. The, my team, they're, they're the reason why I'm even here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I go to work every day and they, I see how hard they work and it makes me want to work even 10 times harder. And so um, they're my motivation every single day. Uh, the Rosclaw family and, and everyone that's out there. So I don't do this for survival anymore right. I do this for everyone else you know and I think for every business there's that turning point of just like trying to make it to like trying to make impact happen yeah you know and I think that's where that's the space that I live in now that's awesome man. yeah that's awesome yeah so what does manifestation mean to you man uh manifestation is is having a vision you know like truly having a clear concise vision um and I know it sounds like this mystical thing, like manifestation, and you just think of it and it just happens. Right. But really being able to to work at it every single day Mm. and do something, the tiniest thing every day, even if you do something small every day to accomplish that and to get yourself closer or put yourself in the right table to... for these things to happen that's what manifestation is it's not some magical thing that just happens and I remember my philosophy when I was young when I first started the brand it was just like it doesn't matter what I do today do one thing that gets you to that vision one thing that's every it. day and now I apply that to everything whether it's my health right. whether it's like my relationships one thing every day that's know? amazing man yeah. 
Well, what I really uh, took from that is for you, manifestation is about a journey, mm-hmm. you know, and it's about taking an action towards that. And I think, you know, people get really caught up in that end zone, you know, crossing that finish line, getting the check, getting the keys, whatever it might be. But, you know, once you do get there, you're going to look around and say, okay, well, now what? Yeah. And what what really matters is that experience. You know, like tomorrow I finish at 7.30 in the morning. I I achieve 105Ks ran every single day. Congrats. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you congrats tomorrow. But I know you'll do it. But that moment. Is not going to mean that much. I mean, maybe it will. We, we have some things planned for. We might set off a mortar or two at the finish line. <laughs> but the reality is it's, it's what happened on this process yeah, there. Yeah. You know, and, and how my mind and how, um, you know, I was able to, to speak to the creator in those moments. It's what we go through. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. And I think at the end of the day, it's, it's never about the destination. Yeah. There's really no finish line. No. You know, there's really no finish line. Really, it's it's about enjoying the journey. And I know a lot of entrepreneurs and the happiest ones, the most fulfilled ones, enjoy the journey. Yeah. Because we're business and challenges or problem solving to me are synonymous. It's almost the same word. Mm. You're solving a problem every single day. So it's, it is going to be an uphill battle um, in everything that we do. So you, if you don't love it's like people that go to the gym, you have to love that. That's pain. it. You gotta yeah. love. You gotta fall in love with the pain, and for business, you gotta fall in love with solving problems. That's amazing. You know? So that's so good because yeah. it's common <clears throat> that we look at a problem and say, "Why is this happening to yeah. me?" <laughs> and it's all about how you ask that question. Mm-hmm. You know, why is this happening to me? Versus, you can ask that from a negative place, but I think you could also ask that from a positive place. Right. You know, when I I remember when I broke my leg, being in the hospital and thinking to myself why God did this happen to me right now? And it's always easier to see things when we look at it in retrospect. I saw it. It was like, oh, this is why this happened. Whatever we find depends on what it is that we're looking for. If you continue looking for the breakthrough, you always find it. You always find it. You know, project mindset, it's all about mindset. That's it, man. And and delivering that, having those same habits and that mindset consistently because everything is a problem. It might be a challenge, but behind that challenge, there's opportunity always. Without a doubt. Always. Yeah. Last couple questions. Speaking it into existence, what will be a game changer moment in the future? Man, for for Rosclad in general, I really my vision for this brand is to really build a true movement of positive movers. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I want to be able to. You see brands like Red Bull, right? Right. When has Red Bull ever sold you? an energy drink, said, hey, Kevin, I got this energy drink. It's beautiful. We got this beautiful blue can. It's got all this, you know, it's got, it tastes nice or whatever. They don't do that. Right. You know, what do they try to do? They jump off, they jump off a spaceship. That's it. You know, they do, they jump over the, you know, the fountain in Vegas. It's about, that brand is about pushing the limits. Right. And being the best version of yourself. Yeah. And so for Rosticlad, it's not going to be about selling bracelets. It's about how do we put out content? How do we really inspire people? Mm. You know, the bracelet is just a symbol of that that inspiration. So for me, um, the breakthrough moment is when truly we're a household name that's known for educating the new the new generation. Awesome, and, man. Because at the end of the day, the way that I see it is from first grade and ninth grade, you kind of have all the general knowledge that you need. Everything else, emotional intelligence, um, everything else that you have to learn 
the positive self-talk, all these things that we talk about are really from mentors right. or your parents. And some people don't have mentors. Some people don't have parents, but they follow brands. That's so right. why can't we be that brand that, that is that is leading and inspiring and educating people. And that's my, that's my vision. And that's, that's going to be the breakthrough. And I feel we've truly accomplished that mission. So how many bracelets is that? Oh man. So hey. everybody's inspired, right? <laughs> Clearly that if you bought, if you bought it, if you rocked it, okay, that's 8 million. What's I'll the tell number? You, I'll tell you, right. Um, I used to have a sales guy and I was like, I used to ask him, you know, uh, who's a Rosclaw uh, demographic? He's like, anyone with risks, oh. right? So the goal is that counterintuitive thinking is the more people that we can inspire, right. the more people that will purchase our products sure. and get behind our products. And so the sky's the limit. There's 7 billion people on the yeah. earth, so 14 billion bracelets. Let's Woo. get it. <laughs> That's, That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome. We could yeah. definitely count on my crew and I to continue rocking them. Appreciate that. So tell us about, uh, fi- finally, uh, advice to others. Yeah. Yeah. So advice to others. I mean, I think the first thing is that I've learned is just positive self-talk. I know it sounds corny, but like I'm one of those people that, that's in my head quite a bit sometimes. And just mind the things that you say to yourself. Because what you say to yourself really affects how you approach life. Mm. Um, and so being cognizant of that and being self-aware of how you treat yourself, mm. first and foremost. Um, because you can't, you can't be <clears throat> of value to anyone if you're not good to yourself. That's awesome. Um, and so I can give you a lot of business snippets and things like that, but it all starts with you. Yeah. You know? And if, you, if you're not good... Nothing's going to be good, you know, so. And were there, let me ask you this, were there, were there things that you had to work through, like negative affirmations that you had to work through? And if there were any insight on those and how long did it take to change the way you thought about something that might have been holding you back? Oh, man. I think uh, for me is, um, you know, I, used to, I think everyone has like uh, doubts and things like that, you know. So I think sometimes when you put doubt in your mind, as, as, as relentless as I am, but still you struggle with those kind of things. When you put doubt in your mind, it hinders you from, from growing forward. And things that have helped me is things like meditation and, and being able to like curb those thoughts mm. and be able to learn how to control how you think, you know, and control your mind and not let it be just a random machine gun of whatever the heck it wants to do, yeah. you know? And so um, I don't know if I answered your question, but it's like, that's what I've had to do um, and meditation and things like that and, and giving, uh, you know, uh, gratitude and things like that have really helped me with my own mental game, my yeah. inside game. Because I think your mind is just like your body. Like, people want to go and work out every day. Like, did you get your mental gym going today? That's what I'm talking about. You know about. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. get in the gym right. with your mind, and that's the strongest tool. So. Early as possible. Early as possible. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Shout out to that. <clears throat> this was amazing. So, uh any final thanks? Anybody you want to thank? Anybody you want to shout out? How do people follow? How do people get a hold of you? First of all, I want to thank Project Mindset. Kevin, appreciate you. Um, I want to thank the whole Rossaclot team, the whole pride out there, everybody out there that's ever represented and, and won Rossaclot. Eight million. Eight million, all eight million. Soon so to be 14 I'll, billion. Yeah, absolutely. You can catch us on at Rossaclot on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, rossclaw.com. You know, check us out in the f- near future, and we're all about seeking the positive, so I'm looking forward to rocking with you guys in the future. Let's go. Man, there is no, no better way that uh, I think we could have launched season two of Project Mindset. Thank you for doing this, man. I've been a, a fan since the get-go, and I'm just inspired to, to, to see where you're taking this thing and to see you continually grow, be a game changer, a difference maker on the planet. Thank you. Thank you. Bless up. Yeah.
Thank you for listening, and as always, here are the questions I'd like to leave you with. I'd like to encourage you to write these questions down and take some time coming up with the answers. First question, what is something in your life that you have lying around that you could repurpose and upcycle? That can make a difference for others. I think it's easy to get caught up thinking about consuming and adding more things to our life. Thinking that's going to make, maybe give us something we need when so many times that thing we need we already have. So take some time thinking about that question. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Number two, I think this is one of the most important questions. But what's your gift? What's that thing you do where you shine the most? And what I really want to know is, how many hours a week are you spending doing that thing? Write that down. How many hours a week do you spend working on your gift? Lastly, question three. Who's in your dream team? Who are your uplifters, your coaches, and your key players? And part two of that question is how much time do you spend sitting with them, chipping away at the big picture? Thank you guys again. We are so inspired about season two and seeing this spread throughout the world. Please make sure you subscribe, leave some positive comments, tag me on Insta at Kevion, K-E-V-I-O-N, and let us know about the impact this has made on you. Also, feel free to make any suggestions about people you'd like us to reach out to, connect with, and get on this show. My next interview is somebody who's made a tremendous impact in my life for almost two decades now. That's about all I'm going to say about that. Just stay tuned, stay inspired, and we'll see you soon.